In Jesus' name, amen and thank God. Once again, I would like to say happy Thanksgiving to you. This is the time in which we enter into the holiday season, which includes Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's a time to be thankful. But every day is a time to be thankful. And if there's anybody that should be thankful, it's Christians. Because we know the sacrifice that was made for us. We know what the Lord Jesus Christ had to endure for us. I'm going to start this message off with a story. In 2016, excuse me, in, in 1976, a 20-year-old man by the name of Shavas Karapetan, an Olympic swimmer, had just completed a 12-mile run with his brother when they saw a trolley bus crash into a dam reservoir. The trolley bus sank 80 feet offshore in 33 feet water, of water. Chavez immediately dived in and swam to the bus. And despite zero visibility, he kicked in the back win window of the bus. And he brought 46 individuals to shore. However, only 20 of them lived. They had to restrain Chavez from going after even more people. This attempt to save these people had such an effect on him that he spent 45 days in the hospital, a week in ICU. He was never the same after this because of the extensive damage he had done to his muscles. And all of his Olympic hope were dashed in this one heroic event. He was interviewed sometime later. And they asked him, did he have any regrets for doing what he had done? He said, if I have one regret, it would be that no one came back to say thank you. As a matter of fact, the Russian or the Soviet Union swept this under the carpet because of the embarrassment of this trolley running off the street and into the river. No one out of the 20 people that he saved ever came back and said, thank you. He made it known that he was not looking for anyone to come back and say thank you, but it would have been, it would have been a good gesture. It took his na the nation 10 years to finally recognize his heroic efforts. But here he stands, his whole career has been dashed. Everything that he had hoped and dreamed about was now gone. And no one came back to say, thank you. Understand, brothers and sisters, thank you can go a long way. 
If there's one thing that my mother made sure that we always did as children, they taught us good manners to say thank you, sir, thank you, ma'am. But now you can do something for somebody and they never even look back your way and nod their head of thanks or anything. But understand that there is, a, there, is a, there is a story in the Bible that is close to this story. And it's found in the 17th chapter of Luke's gospel. Luke 17, the 11th verse. And it reads, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men that were leopard, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face. And at his feet giving thanks, he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where is, or where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Oftentimes we have a tendency to look at difficult situations in our lives. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I wonder, God, why am I going through this? Why, am I ha why do I have to suffer through situations and circumstances like this? And I think one of the most clearest answers that God has given me is that you are going through this for my glory. Because I'm going to demonstrate to you, I'm going to show you that I am who I say that I am. You'll never know God as a deliverer if you've never been in any type of trouble. And there are times that God has to demonstrate to us that he is well able to deliver us out of some sticky situations. I don't know, have you ever been in a sticky situation before? Where it seems like there's trouble on every side, you just can't seem to get any type of relief. Well, this is what these 10 leopards were up against. You see, because leprosy was a very infectious, contagious, devastating disease that affected the body. There were sores that were visible 
on the body. There was blotches of skin that perhaps were, were rotting away while they were yet attached to the body. They lost sensitivity. It was a nerve condition. They could be having their, their hand burning off in the fire and would not even know it. It was a devastating disease, a dreadful disease. But yet we see these 10 men. We don't even know their name. It just identifies them as 10 men. Nine of them, were ten of, all 10 of them were cleansed. Nine never returned. But one came back to say thank you. And so that's what I want to focus on today. The one that came back to say thank you. And so I'm titling this message, Thanking God for the One. Thanking God for the One. I've heard many a sermons preached on this text before. And usually the focus is on the, the nine. The nine who did not come back with a spirit of gratitude. As a matter of fact, after it said that they never came back, we don't hear anything else of them. But what we do know is that prior to Jesus healing them and Jesus cleansing them, they were in a community of their own. They were isolated, but yet insulated as well. They were isolated from the society that they were in. But they were insulated in that because they, they had built a community within themselves. They had become brothers. We know that they had become prayer partners because they prayed the same prayer to Jesus Christ. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They were not selfish in their prayer. They realized that, that, that there was nothing that they could do to fix their problem, fix their situation. And much in the same way, there's some stuff that you have absolutely no control over fixing. And so, yes, we as the church have been isolated from this world. We come out and be separate from the world. But we ought to be praying the same prayer in the insulation of the body of Christ. And just like these lepers cried out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. We as the body of Christ need to be praying the same thing. Come, come, come on. I, I know that you prayed that prayer before. Lord, have mercy in difficult situations. Because there comes a time when it's only the mercy of God that will help you. It's only, it's only the love and the compassion that God shares for us that will help you in your situation. Because life will throw you all kinds of tribulation, trauma. And we have to lean and depend on the mercy of God. As a matter of fact, none of us would be here if it was not for the mercy of God. 
You see, because the mercy of God is God withholding what you rightfully deserve. And I know that I deserve hell. I know that I've been sinful in my life. Even as a believer, I've been sinful. And so I'm thankful for the mercy of God. But I'm also thankful that God's mercy is new every morning. So, so, so I don't have to try and save up some mercy from yesterday. There's new mercy that I wake up to every morning. God has new mercy. And his mercy comes out of his love for us. Understand that, that, that we serve a God that, that, that cares about us. We serve a God that is mindful of us. And he loves us with an everlasting love. I don't even understand it sometimes. Because I know that I blow it. But God still keeps on blessing me. Keeps on anointing me. Keeps on preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And it's simply because of his mercy. You see, see, these ten had something in common. They had an incurable disease that they could not do anything. And I wonder if they was like the woman that had an issue of blood, had spent all that money trying to get a doctor to fix what the doctor could not fix. Because that's what we do sometimes. We'll go everywhere else to try and get somebody to fix our problems and our situations. And Jesus is just standing by. He's waiting on us to say, Lord, have mercy. Notice that they did not ask God to heal them or to cleanse them. They just said, have mercy. Because understand that under the umbrella of mercy is healing. Under the umbrella of mercy is deliverance. Lord, have mercy. And so Jesus follows it up with a simple command. He tells them to go show themselves to the priest. Now understand that, 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 that this, was, this was perhaps odd to them. Because the only way you were supposed to go to the priest is after you had evidence that you had been healed. But understand that Jesus is, is, is speaking by faith. And he's asking them to step out on faith. Step out on his words. Go show yourself to the priest. And so they were obedient. And understand this, that we are the benefits, the benefactors of God's mercy. It will cause us to step out on faith. And to do what Christ has told us to do. The Bible says we don't know how far. They left, they walked, or they ran. But it said that as they were on their way, hallelujah, something happened. Because it said that they had become clean. They were cleansed. Just at the word of Jesus Christ. And understand, and understand that God wants to clean us up some things. 
And the cleaning comes through his word. The spoken word, our faith in the spoken word of God. Yeah, some, some, some of us, God, need to clean up. Some, some, some of us have come into the church, but we still got some old baggage and some old things that God needs to clean up in our lives. But until then, Lord, have mercy on us. Because God is sanctifying us every day. Every day he's cleaning a, a little bit more in us and on us. God wants to wash us whiter than snow. God wants to clean us with soap and detergent cannot clean. He says, oh, as they were on their way, they became clean. But look at what the text says. One of them, this one, the Bible said when he saw that he was healed, don't miss this. Because all ten were cleansed, but only one of them were healed. You see, because cleansing is a surface. It takes care of the surface issues. But healing is within. Healing is from the inside out. And healing will manifest a thankful spirit. And this is the reason why this one could come back and say thank you to God. This is the white reason why he could come back and glorify God. Because he had been healed by the almighty God. There, 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 there are some folk that have been cleansed. But you have not been healed yet. There's some, still some things on the inside of you that God is trying to heal. There's some old wounds that you're going through. Some hurts that you're dealing with. God wants to heal it. It's not just a temporary cleansing. You see, because, listen here. Just because someone catches leprosy and they're cleansed don't mean that they can't come into contact with somebody else and be leprous again. But understand that when you've been healed, hallelujah, <laughs> healing is eternal. That's why I don't have a problem with saying, Lord, thank you for healing me. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for keeping me, Lord. Why? Because I've been healed. I've been, I've been cleansed and healed by the goodness of God. And so he says that this one man, he comes back. And look at here. It says with a loud voice, he glorifies God. In other words, this man did not just keep it to himself. You see, because there comes a time you got to just throw a, a, a political correctness to the wind. This time you got to come and you just got to shout out to the Lord. Tell God how great and how wonderful he is to you. You know, some, 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 some people say that, 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 that God ain't deaf. You don't have to yell. But this is an opportunity for you to yell right now, baby. The, 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 the psalmist put it like this. He said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye land, serve the Lord with gladness. Make a joyful noise unto him. He's worthy, I tell you. And if God has healed you, you ought to be willing to shout it from the mountaintops. 
Every time you get an opportunity to give your testimony, you ought to be telling somebody what the Lord has done for you. How he's healed your body. Not only did he heal your body, but he, he healed your sin-sick soul. He gives us a right to the tree of life. You see, because with healing comes heaven. When you've been healed, you're on your way to heaven. But this one, only one, came back to glorify God. Where are the nine, Jesus asked. And that's the last that we hear of the nine. Because the nine have become insignificant. The nine didn't have the time. Didn't find it necessary to come back and say, thank you. Just like the 20 people that Shabbos had saved from that wreckage. Not one came back to say thank you. But here we have one that did come back to give thanks. That did come back to give honor. And then it said that he fell down on his face and began to give thanks. I wish that during this Thanksgiving season, that before you eat your turkey, your dressing, your sweet potatoes, yes, and your chitlins, that you would take some time to seriously bow down, get down on your knees, and just begin to thank God for all that he's done. You see, because you did not have to be here this Thanksgiving. You did not have to still be alive. But God brought you through danger seen and unseen. Most of us in here don't really realize how close to death we came through this past year. But thank you, Lord, we made it through. It's because of your goodness and your mercy that, God, you kept us. Even in the midst of this wicked generation in which we live. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. Why? Because, Lord, you saved us. You kept us. So, God, we're going to give you thanks. We're going to give you praise this morning. And if don't nobody else praise you, God, I'll praise you all by myself. You see, because I don't need no help to praise God. I don't need no help to say, thank you, Jesus. Because I know how good the Lord has been to me. He falls down on his knees and he thanks God. And Jesus tells them, thy faith has made you whole. This is how we know that there's a difference between the nine and the one. Because he said that your faith, all of them had faith, but they did not have faith enough to save them. He said, thy faith has made you whole. And that word in the Greek for whole actually means sozo, which means he was saved. He believed unto salvation. And that's what we've got to do. We got to thank God for the salvation that he gives us. That we're whole, that we're in our right minds. We need to bless the Lord at all times. In Psalms 103, David blesses the Lord. He said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. 
in Psalms 103.2, he blesses the Lord for all that he does for him. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not your benefits towards me. In Psalms 104, he blesses God for his greatness, how great the Lord is. Yes, he did. In Psalms 103, he blesses the Lord, O my soul, all the servants of the Lord who are by night and in the house of the Lord. So when we come into the sanctuary, we ought to have a mouth full of thankfulness to God. Should nobody have to prompt you and, and push you to praise God. You ought to come in with a praise on your lips. Why? Because what the Lord has done for you. How he's kept you. Yes, it is. And perhaps one of my favorite ones. Y'all can help me with this. He said, Psalm 34, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. And the humble shall hear thereof. And be glad. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And exalt his name together. It's time to praise God. It's time to be thankful unto God. For all that the Lord has done for me. Where he's brought me from. You see, I used to be lost in my sin. But Jesus showed up one day. He saved my wretched soul. He went to Calvary for you and for me. Suffer bled and died on Calvary's cross. They nailed him in his hands, nailed him in his feet. But on the third day, he rose with all power of heaven and earth in his hand. I'm so glad about it. I'm thankful about it. I'll forever thank God for what he's done for me, for the blessing that he's given to me, and that is the blessing of salvation. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anybody thankful? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. Please stand to your feet. The door to the church is open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have faith in that and what Jesus Christ has done in your life. The Bible said that you are saved. Sozo. You have been saved as only he can do. No one else can save you. No one else has the authority or the power to save your wretched soul. It is by the grace of God. It's by the mercy of God that you have an opportunity to receive him this morning. Is there one? Is there one?